You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm in South Wales, and today I haven't got Joe with me, unfortunately. She's not very well, but I am very excited to be joined by Kimber Cooper. How are you doing, Kimber? Hi, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here and talk to all of your members. It's very cool. Thank you. Oh, it's really nice to have you here. Well, for anyone who is watching us live, well, you know, join in the conversation. Let us know you're here. Ask Kimber your questions because I always love that we've got a really interactive session. Um, but Kimber, I know you really well from social media. I think we've been in the same circles in Bristol. And uh, and I wonder if you can start because then not everyone will be as familiar with what you do as I am. But do you want to start by just telling us a little bit about who you are and what your background is yeah okay um so I am uh how do I describe this now so my my name's Kimber and my business is Kimber Digital now uh it's Kimber Digital because we have done digital stuff for a long time so our business has gone through a process of change over the years started off running a digital marketing agency and then a social media agency and then I taught Instagram for a long time and now we are uh, guiding people I like to say about gamification so whether that's through teaching them how to do it for themselves or consulting putting a strategy in place and then they implement um, that's what we're doing at the moment which is exciting and quite new to us as well which is very cool. Well, it's really interesting. And I think that if you don't mind me saying, bookkeepers who are watching this right now, who sometimes feel nervous introducing themselves or who have joined the bookkeeping space, they're starting their businesses and they've come from a different place and they're thinking, oh my goodness, I, I'm new here. I don't, not, not that they don't belong, but it definitely feels difficult to get those words out of your mouth when you're new to something. And it's been really interesting to talk to you today when you've just launched something new because you said, you know, actually, I haven't really gone through this like introduction before. So this it is all relatively new. So uh, we actually announced this last week. And as I was saying to you just before we came live, I've done hundreds of guest experts. I've done been on loads of podcasts. I've been interviewed, you know, I've been on radio and TV and all that kind of stuff before. So that stuff doesn't make me nervous. But this is a new topic. So. I have been nervous about this because it's not something that I've had much chance to answer questions about. You know, it's not like, you know, I've been doing Instagram for the past couple of years where I have an answer for everything and, and anecdotes that I've tried and tested. and I know what makes people laugh and all that kind of stuff. This is brand new. So even, you know, somebody who's a bit more experienced, I'm, I've, you know, that hated word pivoted. And now I'm in like that whole, you know, that butterflies in the tummy, new, exciting, but also nerve wracking space of, oh, I'm doing this new thing, even though I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm talking about, I've got experience, it's still natural to feel that way, so yeah. Yeah, everyone's pivoted, I'm the, the queen of pivoting, We're, everyone pivots, and you have to, and also, like, even if you've been running a business for a really long time, like you have, and then you see another opportunity, and it's the right time, and everything's lining up for you to make that happen, you have to go and chase after it, don't you? So, no, that it's cool, I think pivoting is a good thing. Um, do you want to tell us a bit, do you want to tell us what gamification means? I think this might yeah. be a new word. Yeah, so some people might know what gamification is. And it's one of those words, that I think, either gives you this like preconceived idea, 
or you have no idea what it is at all. So some people think, oh, gamification is just making things fun or gamification is a way to manipulate people into doing what you want them to do or it's an outdated term because it's been around for 20 years uh, or they don't know what it is at all. So even the experts have different descriptions of what they think gamification is. But for me, it's quite simply looking at things that when you were playing a game as a kid or as an adult and it, it was so compelling you had to get to the end you had to beat the other person looking at the things in games that make you motivated to keep going or to finish taking those little tools and little tactics and adding them into whatever you want in life or business to get better results for you so you know some people talk about you know all these different jargony terms game mechanics game elements it's just looking at what works in games and applying it elsewhere to see if it can work to get better results for you. And it's something that is exciting and is interesting and uh, it can be used for fun, but not everything in gaming, if you think about games you've played, is necessarily fun. Um, sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it can be challenging. Sometimes it can be scary but different people are motivated by different things. And that's something that I have found to be very interesting um, and is why I kind of decided to go into it, really. Oh, fab. Okay, so how do you, how have you used gamification then before you decided this would be the new part of your business? What do you do? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, it, so this kind of came to be because my other half mentioned to me because he's really into exercise and I'm... I have to push myself to exercise regularly. And he said to me, he was like, so what challenge are you doing in the minute? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you only ever exercise when you create a challenge for yourself. And I was like, oh yeah, I've not really thought about it before. Like I'd do a 30 day push-ups challenge or I'd do, you know, maybe I'd train for the half marathon. I'd always create or make up something to make myself exercise regularly. And when I wasn't doing that, I just wouldn't exercise. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh gosh, I've been doing this for everything. Like I do it for like reading so that I'll fit more reading in. Um, I do a thing uh, where I think about the things that I'd like to achieve in the next year that will make me happier and healthier and I make a big list. And so I gamified that. And then the more I thought about it, the more I realized I was doing it in every part of my business as well without even realizing. So um, I've been doing it in my challenges. I've been doing it in my launches. I've been doing it to get better results for my clients in my courses. We did it in our live events and like it was helping me to get better results for me, but also for my customers. And I didn't even notice I was doing it. And so then I was like, I need to be looking into this a little bit more it's, and kind of sidestep from this in my spare time. I'm a semi-professional hula hooper. As she yes. That's so cool. Like the coolest <laughs> I know. Um, it's a it's such a Bristol thing though isn't it like to be that anyway so um, I was doing that in my spare time maybe 10 years ago and uh, I was using games on Instagram and on Facebook to find other people to interact with I became sponsored by an American hula hoop company and I used the gamification methods I didn't know it was called that then it was just something I did uh, to outsell the other hula hoop sponsees by 10 times so I've been using it in my personal and my business life for as long as I can remember and the more I think about it the more examples I can find in my past as well of me doing this it's like oh gosh I've been doing this naturally forever probably time for me to start telling other people about it especially when I realized it was actually a thing 
and people have been doing this for a long time and nobody talks about it like nobody talks about it no they don't so so someone's just said here that she needs to do this for general work just gamifying general work so what kind of things would you would you be setting yourself targets okay so there's so many things you can do so I think you saw a post I did about this so I've been teasing everybody about this forever and putting loads of clues out there for a long time and one of the ones that I put out which I think you guessed actually Zoe was I said that I gamify doing my emails I hate emails okay I'm not an email person uh but I have to do it because it's part of my business you can't just not do the parts of your business that you don't like so I uh would set myself a timer and I would say right put my timer on for 10 minutes how many emails can I get through in 10 minutes which is better than not doing it at all. Then the next day I would say, right, all I need to do is get better than my result from yesterday. I'm gonna do as many emails as I can in 10 minutes and just get better results than yesterday and so on and so on. And you said, oh, I love how you're gamifying your emails. And I thought, oh, she's guessed. <laughs> but I didn't realize I'd guessed. Okay, that, that's what I think I am. Uh, no, but it was great. Well, I couldn't tell you that you'd guessed because some of my team didn't even know what we were doing. So I kind of kept it quiet. But, you know, you can gamify anything. It doesn't have to be complicated. One thing that I do, in fact, I wasn't planning on showing this. And that's it's all crumpled. But this is for my reading. So uh, I have the book I want to read and then I have the dates and then I put in how many pages I want to read each day. And then I just cross it off as I go along. Like it doesn't have to be complicated to make it a bit more engaging, a bit more fun a bit more interesting than just oh god I have to do my emails oh god I have to read this blooming research book you know yeah I can't help thinking the things that, so like with emails as well if you've got this kind of limit on how much time you're allowed like how much time you're kind of allowing yourself then this encourages you to do we talk about automation a lot so this is mm. going to encourage you to put things in place that will mean uh, like I'm thinking of um, one of the ladies in our group, Emma, is brilliant at having pre-written um, like keyboard shortcuts. So she was typing um, like a phrase and then it will just fill out with all of the like pre-programmed stuff. And if you can put things like that in that are going to automate some of your responses, you know, if you've got templates and stuff, then you can do it quicker and you're going to be looking for the ways that you can cut out. Because a lot of the time it's just that we haven't got an efficient process. It's just that we haven't realized that we're doing a repetitive process. And that's why we're actually, we don't want to do it um and also like the the what sorry go on no the, the, the repetitive processes are probably the best ones to gamify because uh the the thing is around gamification is it's about different types of motiv motivation and things that are interesting are inherently motivating they you're naturally motivated to do those things because they're interesting or they're fun the boring things are the things you have to put effort in <laughs> to make you want to do more of it or your team you know those things as well so exactly what you're saying is a perfect example yeah, I mean, I spent, uh, I've been writing a couple of articles this week, and I just, for some reason, could not get my head down to focus on, like, I literally had it written, and I had to just go through, it and I knew there were just, a few, it was just a bit clumsy, I just wanted to change a few things, and I knew if I just spent the time, sat down, and in the end, I had to go, right, I've got half an hour until I've got another meeting, I have to do it now, because if I don't do it, I'm not going to get it, it was more that I won't get it done, uh, but, but I suppose it's that same, giving myself a limit, do you then like reward yourself if you beat your time or beat your, I don't know, is there an incentive at the end? You can do, so it depends. So like for that example, that works well for me because of my personality type. Um, and there are different player types Ooh, uh, in the game world that 
so for me I'm inherent I'm just I'm motivated by achieving that's that's the kind of person I am some people are motivated by different things so you have to recognize the diff the type of person you are it might be that you're that you are like Zoe in that example motivated by a deadline uh or you know the fact that you know you won't be able to get it done otherwise you might be externally motivated better by other people so you might need to bring in an accountability buddy you might be motivated by rewards so give yourself a reward you might be motivated by taking something away if you don't do it so I can't remember who who this was but an example I heard ages ago was somebody said that if they didn't do something for 30 days I think it was they were trying to give up burgers or something that they uh, had a check written to somebody that they hated they really disliked Oprah um, and they gave it to their friend and they said, if I, if you catch me eating a burger, it probably wasn't a burger, I can't remember what it was. Um, if you catch me eating a burger in these 30 days, you send this check to Oprah. So oh for that God, person, it was like a free economics thing or something. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, exactly. So it's, it's about figuring out what motivates you. And that's a big part of game creation is figuring out what motivates your audience, your players, you know, whoever it is, whether you're trying to use it in your marketing or, or to motivate yourself personally, you have to know it works right for you. So it's all well and good me saying, you know, put a timer on. But for some people, they might be like, so what? Like, I'll get to 10 minutes and I'll just ignore the timer. I'll just ignore it. Or like having a timer isn't going to make me start, you know, so you need to understand a bit more about what motivates you. And that's a big part of gamification as well is actually understanding people's motivations. It's 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 fascinating and I can't I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I can tell how excited you I'm excited, I'm picking it up. I'm I'm gonna gamify my life now. Um, <laughs> I definitely I have like a list of things I have to do every day and I have to work through it so I know that those things are done and um it's because I find it quite hard to stay on top of the to-dos and I'm just thinking about in our industry and in bookkeeping a lot of the work is about like number of transactions it's transaction volume you're going through and you're dealing with your clients accounts and you've got a hundred transactions to reconcile or God help the person who opens up someone's account and there's like 4,000 transactions to reconcile. It happens sometimes. And I expect there are a lot of people listening to this who are thinking, well, there must be a way that I could incentivize myself or gamify this for myself so that I'm more motivated to just sit down because it's the kind of thing you think, oh, I've started this. I've got to, I don't know when I'm going to start because I don't want to do it. Or you just, you know, you dread that moment and you put it off and put it off until you get to a deadline, I suppose. Well, I mean, another another way you could do this particular example of like, if you've got a really ridiculously long task that you're like, oh, how am I going to get through this? So on the weekend, I did a charity cycle ride. I don't like cycling. I do not like cycling. Uh, I was doing it for charity. And I figure if you're going to do something like that, uh, you should do something you don't like. And it was 64 miles and there was thunderstorms, 50 mile an hour winds and hailstones. And it was an actual nightmare, right? So I didn't realize this until afterwards, but I was gamifying myself to get through it. So rather than going, I have to cycle 64 miles, I was thinking, where is the next feed stop? And that once I get to the next feed stop, I get a hot chocolate and I get to decide then whether I want to continue or not. So I would do that and I did that until lunch and then I did that until the next one. Obviously, I finished it, but I realized that I was gamifying myself to get to the finish line. And you could do that with something where you've got 4,000 transactions. You could actually tell yourself and be truthful about it. I'm only going to do 30. I'm going to do 30 right now and then I'm going to see how I feel. Because then what's happened is even if you don't do more than 30, you've done 30 and you wouldn't have done that before. So it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
it's 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 not about it's kind of about tricking yourself I guess yeah. in that instance um but in a fun way and in a way that you're still going to achieve something even if you don't finish the whole thing yeah okay well so, someone's put I will come on to the marketing side of things in a minute but someone's just popped up here um I'd love to know how we can use it to incentivize clients to provide work which is oh, there's loads of ways Oh, okay. Let's talk about that because I think this is one of our biggest challenges and we particularly topical for us right now, or it's been delayed now, but when the way that we're moving, well, I suppose we've got tax returns in January, that's going to be a big thing coming up. And um, it's really hard to get people to bring stuff in, in January, but, uh, but actually for bookkeepers, just every month, you've got, there's stuff that you need every single month and people don't always get it to you and they've always got an excuse and it's the last thing, it's their last priority and maybe they'll give you three months in one go when they feel like it. We're gonna have this in January as well with tax returns. So what can people do to gain a fight for clients? So, I mean, if I was to have, if, if I was to have this as like, somebody comes to me on a one-to-one -one consultation basis and say, how do I do this? We'd work through a process. So we'd figure out, so the objective is obviously to get more people to hand you more stuff on time. So then we need to look at your clients and what motivates them. So then once we figured that out, we can figure out what we can actually put in place to make more of them pass those things onto you on time. So for example, if they are uh, motivated, okay, so this is, this is something you could try, but it would only work on certain personality types. You could uh, tell them that your price for the month is a set amount, but there is a price for delay on handing you information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they hand you receipts three days, 10 days, 30 days late, then there's going to be a charge because obviously, you know, your teams, all that kind of stuff. Now, there is a thing whereby if you're charging a tenner and the business is a multi-million pound company, they're going to just say, yeah, whatever, it's not worth my time. But if it's double, triple, quadruple the cost it might make a difference. Some people mm -hmm. might not be motivated by that. Some people might be motivated by you could put together a leaderboard of your clients. And you could be like, these people always give me their stuff on time. So they're right at the top. These people, you know, have been late this month. So they go down a little bit. But again, some people will be demotivated by that rather than motivated because they'll feel like they can never get to the top. Mm -hmm. Some people will be motivated by, I don't know, you could create a client group uh, on Facebook or elsewhere. And you could say, um, put them all in there together and get them to encourage each other and buddy up because some people are encouraged by other people more than by mm -hmm. achieving. There's there's so many things you could do. But again, without me knowing all of your individual client personality yeah. types and player types, mm -hmm. I couldn't say exactly. But like, can you see already? It's just like you can already see. I can. I'm sure a lot of you listening, watching, will be thinking of a client that would be motivated by one of the things I just said. So, yeah. I think ideas Kath is saying that double the cost for late information sounds good so uh I'm excited to see what people do to their pricing <laughs> brilliant okay so you now like you said before you your background is in marketing though so you've um you've sort of taken this pivot based on your own personal interests I suppose did did you see that um there was this real challenge in the marketing space as well though with people I, I don't know I, I I'm thinking like you think you're going to go and do loads of marketing and then you just actually end up doing all the day job work. Do you have that kind of challenge with your clients? Um, what, before, before when I was running an agency, do you mean? Yeah, just thinking, I'm just wondering how, you, how you've experienced this problem and how you've found that gamification is going to support people in the marketing space. 
So it's more around, so the, the areas that I'm going to be focusing in are the areas that I have experience in. So helping people to gamify their courses, their launches, so that's challenge and affiliate launches, their memberships, uh, their online events and their social media, because those are the areas that I've seen I have the most experience and I have seen good results in because you can gamify everything but I had to be niching into an area that made sense for me um but the same kind of problems came up in all of those in that uh people were desperate for engagement in their social media in their challenges in their courses and they just weren't seeing it people weren't maybe getting as good results out of you know their students going through their courses as they might have liked people weren't um people weren't completing things till the end you know they weren't getting to the end of their five-day challenges or they weren't completing the courses and you can see you know all these people that they're teaching something or they're sharing things on social media in the hopes that their audience gets something out of it and not everybody does and so when I realized that I could use gamification, as I've just described, by looking at people's motivations and creating systems that take people on a journey that makes sense for them, everyone gets better results. So everybody gets better results in terms of students on the courses, but also the business owner running it. Um, people, you know, get more engagement in their social media. And what does that actually mean? Because engagement is one of those things. It means more people are paying attention to what you're doing. It means more people are going to be watching when you're selling something means more people will buy from you ultimately um which is the the only real business goal isn't it yeah absolutely and and so, and I think that this is a challenge well you picked up on social media and I know that this is going to be a challenge I was talking to some of our bookkeepers yesterday about their social media and it's one thing saying I'm going to go out and do this or I've got a plan and then it's another thing actually finding the time and um and yeah well it's all about getting people to get on the phone with you isn't it and have a conversation so it's what even if you if you can't even get something out on social media how are you going to be having conversations on social media with people and bringing them over yeah it is tough it's it is tough and i think one of the great things about about gamification as well is you can use it to do market research so you can play games with your audience on social media you know do polls do quizzes all that kind of stuff to find out more about them to find out what they actually want to see from you on social because you might be putting out one thing and they might be wanting something else and you can then use that information to create you know games within your social media content that will keep them engaged that will keep them interested that will get them to know like and trust you so that when they do need a new bookkeeper you're the one they think of first and you're not like all the other bookkeepers who are just posting pictures of them on their laptop yes <laughs> I love that um yeah so <laughs> tell us about how you do that then um you said about polls and quizzes what kind of things could bookkeepers do then to get that engagement oh there's so much you could be doing so I think um the, fir the first thing I would say is that kind of market research piece. So to be just putting polls out there to say, you know, do you want to see more videos from me or do you want to see more written content? Do you want to know more how to's or do you want to know more about how I work? You know, it's simple this or that questions, yeah. which they look to the audience like, you know, this is just an easy click. Um, but actually, it's really useful information for your business. Um, and one of the things that you should be doing is making it as easy as possible for people to engage, because why should they, you know, why should they engage with your content? They, they could just scroll past it without thinking. So if you make it as easy as possible, then they're more likely to engage. And the more that they do engage, you kind of are training them to continue 
to engage with that stuff. Um, so yeah, start with the market research. And then when you have an idea about what they want, you can then start to use some of the technology and the tools that is already available to you. Like people don't even realize this, but you know, Instagram stories, Facebook, you know, a lot of them have gamification stuff built in that you can use easy, easy peasy, and will make your content so much more interesting than the next person who's just doing a plain post. And it can be as simple as asking a question and then giving them A, B or C choices. And then all the audience has to do is put an A or B or a C into the comments. And the more people that comment with an A or a B and C, the more stuff that uh, stuff, the more people that that platform will show that content to because it's showing as an engaged piece of content. Um, but I think one of the main things you have to think about is not to just play games for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. People can see through that. Like they, they can see when you're just like having a bit of fun. And whilst that some people will want to play just for the sake of it, it is much better if you can to bring it back to your business somehow so that they are thinking about your your services whilst they're playing that game. Um, that's really interesting. And um, like you said, post, I use stories a lot on Instagram and I'll put post stickers up just to ask people anything really. Um, but it's a way to start the engagement because I'm, I'm, I'm in stories a lot. Um, but I don't think that I often, I, I get, if you can make it really easy for people to reply or they know that you want them to reply, then they're more likely to do that. I love the idea of using it to find out more about um, what people want to hear from you. Cause I think that's a big challenge for us on social media yeah I think I think if people are struggling we do have like a pack of 30 templates that people can buy and it's just very simple Instagram story stuff we will bring out more in the future for people who don't like Instagram stories I know not everybody likes them um but it can be like okay now I want to play games and I want to do this but I don't even know where to begin so we've created a bunch of templates in Canva that people can just yeah buy and download if people want that them. sounds amazing so they can go and change them with their own branding and they can ask questions that are relevant to them amazing mm -hmm. um do you want to tell me how people can find out about that and i'll just make sure we put the link up uh yeah best bet is to go to kimberdigital.com so my name is spelled weird it's k-i-m-b-a digital.com okay i just popped that up on the screen and we'll make sure that we share it in our group as well so um how can people find out more about how they can work with you on gamification Go to the website, really. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. As we've discussed, I was teaching people Instagram. So that's kind of my main hangout. Um, but if you are on social media elsewhere, please just check us out. We're Kimber Digital absolutely everywhere. Um, and we actually have a quiz people can do as well if they're interested, um, which is, have you ever wondered if you could get better results from your courses, challenges, or social media? It's three minutes. Um, and yeah, I'll give you the link for that as well if you want yeah perfect um do you want to do you want to tell me afterwards and i'll add it to the show notes for anyone who's watching absolutely thank you amazing. oh thank you so much for coming to talk to us i think everyone's got so many amazing ideas now of how they can just you know just incentivize ourselves motivate ourselves to sit down and get on with that big task and realize that we can actually break it into bite-sized chunks and we get the decisions we get to have a hot chocolate when we've had a break we get to decide whether we carry on or whether actually we do some more of it tomorrow We've got some ideas for how we can reach out to our clients and how we can find out more about um, from clients and potential clients about what they want to hear from us, but also to hear from clients about how we can help them to help us 
because it helps us to start the conversation, doesn't it? And that's going to just make our lives so much easier. Oh, amazing. Well, thanks so much for taking the time for us today, Kimber. Um, we will share those links in the show notes. It's kimberdigital.com. And we'll see you next week for another podcast. Take care, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.